calling all intermittent fasters and wannabe intermittent fasters for today's episode of the Reach a Pig podcast experience. Welcome back. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian at The Climbing Dietitian. And today I'm actually going to, yes, like I said, talking about fasting. Specifically, I'm going to be sharing the proposed kind of positives, the pros, the, the kind of positive effects that fasting can, can lead to and whether they're true or just BS. Let's get into it. So there are many benefits attributed to intermittent fasting, but the question is which are true and which are BS, okay? Which ones are not true? And I'm going to share some with you today because these are some common ones, okay? The whole list will be too long, okay? Going through the whole list of over the years, all the positives that have been attributed to intermittent fasting, all the negatives, all that sort of stuff will take forever. I'm just going to cover the most common ones, the ones that you have probably heard, the ones that you should know about and the ones that you should understand in a more better light so you can make a more informed decision when it comes to your nutrition okay that's the that's the purpose of today's episode so without further ado let's get into it so number one it's proposed that fasting boosts your metabolism is this true or is this false drum roll it is false okay it's not actually true and when you actually think about physiology it actually makes sense that it's not true and the fact that people have been saying that it is true, it does not make sense from a logical point of view. Because think about it. Why would the body start increasing the amount it's burning, increasing your metabolism, increasing all its motors, all that sort of stuff, when you're depriving it of fuel during a longer period of time? Okay, it doesn't work that way. If anything, you could argue that fasting will make your metabolism drop. Now, it doesn't. Not, not if it's done right. It doesn't lead to a drop in metabolism. But... The fact that people are proposing it boosts your metabolism just because you're fasting for 16 hours instead of you know 12 hours, whatever you usually fast, just not true. Okay, just not true. So don't even don't even do fasting if you think it's going to boost your metabolism. Your metabolism is dictated by many factors, namely your genetics and just your baseline metabolic rate, but also things like muscle mass, the type of activity that you do, the overall nutrition picture. Okay, are you eating enough calories and all that sort of stuff? That all will impact your you know, quote unquote metabolism, not whether you're doing intermittent fasting or not. Okay. So that's the truth there. Then the second one is that fasting can help control hunger. Now, what's the truth here? Well, in actual fact, this is true to an extent. Okay. So this is where it comes to when it comes to um, individualized nutrition and the importance of so, because the fact is, yes, it can help control hunger. And that is the main kind of reason a lot of people will use intermittent fasting, you know, secondary, obviously, to trying to lose weight and cut calories is because when you eat the same amount of calories within a smaller window, you're more likely to be satiated because it's going to feel more filling. Okay, basics, right? But it's only to an extent because it doesn't work for everyone. And that's why it has to be customized to you. And you have to ask yourself the question, perhaps even trial a bit of intermittent fasting to see for yourself how it affects you. Okay, because for most people, yes, maybe it can help control hunger. But still, for a lot of people, what can lead to is overeating during the times when you have the eating window, okay? Because you're fasting, you get hungrier, and you think it's going to control hunger, but then next minute, you're ravenous, and you're overeating calories, and you're going over your caloric budget during that eight-hour window or whatever eating window you're using. So yes, it's true that fasting can help control hunger, 
but only to an extent and for certain individuals. So the answer really should be, it depends. Then the third thing is that fasting helps burn more fat. Now, this is one of the most common ones that, that I hear. This is one of the most common ones you've probably heard. And it's the one that I want to address the most today. Okay, because the reality is this is false, 100%. Fasting does not help you burn more fat, okay? Doing intermittent fasting will not lead to greater fat loss just because you're doing intermittent fasting, okay? When you equate calories, so let's say you do a normal eating pattern and an intermittent fasting pattern. One is 2,000 calories, one, the other is 2,000 calories. And let's just assume in this case that the 2,000 calories is a caloric deficit for this individual in question. The fasting diet versus the normal diet will have the same effect more or less, okay? Obviously, depend on things like protein and all that sort of stuff. But more or less, there is no increase in body fat burning just because you're doing fasting, okay? Just isn't, <laughs> okay? It's just one of those things that over the years has become one of the biggest pros that have been kind of linked to intermittent fasting and why people want to do it because they think it's better for fat loss. It's just not, okay? The truth is, and as boring as it may sound because it's not sexy, there is no kind of best diet when it comes to fat loss when calories and protein are equated. They're more or less the same. They have more or less the same effect. Obviously, depending on the individual, different variances there and variables that will impact that, of course. But overall, for you to just like think, oh, yes, let's do intermittent fasting because I'm going to be a fat-burning machine. No, it just doesn't work that way. Sorry to say. And then the fourth one is that fasting helps with autophagy. Okay, autophagy, I'm not going to go into exactly what it is. Like just search it up on Google if you want the specific scientific definition and more information about this. But essentially, it's when your body starts, you know, quote unquote, cell healing, or cleaning, sorry, cell cleaning. You know, when it regenerates and kind of removes, you know, uh, bad cells and all that sort of stuff. So it's like a process in the body that happens. And it says that fasting helps with this. And the thing is, whether it does or not, the science behind it is still not conclusive. Dieting in general causes autophagy and there's no kind of evidence to suggest that intermittent fasting boosts it any more than, than it already is. Okay, There's no evidence to support this and just using nutrition for the sake of autophagy is not a strategy that's really kind of grounded in science, something that you have to really worry about. So if you're doing fasting and feel like you have to push yourself to do intermittent fasting when you don't even like it that much just because it has this effect on autophagy, it just doesn't work, okay? That's just not how it works in the in real life. So yeah, don't use it for that. Autophagy is a more complex, more complex situation. There's more variables that work there, and like I said, the science is still kind of a, there's still more science to be kind of had, basically, to be understood in this area. So I wouldn't be worrying about using fasting for you know your cell cleaning, okay? Because dieting in general will do that. Being a deficit will do that in general. And even then, it's not saying that, oh, you've got to focus on autophagy because this is the secret to health. It's just, that's not how it works, okay? It's just a buzzword that's been used. Like, it's a real thing, okay? Don't get me wrong, it's a real thing in the body. But using it and attributing it to diets has been used more of like a marketing buzzword to get you to kind of think that this is a you know, holy grail diet or think this is bad for you or this is good for you and so on and so forth. It's just one of those classic examples of, of a topic being used for misinformation for the sake of promoting a certain ideological view of a certain dietary process, so to speak. hope that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you want to talk more about this, obviously you can reach out to me and can chat about it. And then the fifth one is that fasting makes you not have, uh, makes you not have to control calories basically. 
that if you do fasting, okay, start an intermittent fasting regimen. Don't even worry about counting calories anymore. You know, calories don't matter anymore. You'll lose weight. You'll be fine. You'll get the results. Well, no, that's not the case. Yes, some people will get into intermittent fasting. And yes, that may lead to a subconscious reduction in hunger overall and control of calories, which yes, can in turn lead to a deficit, which yes, then will lead to fat loss without worrying about calories necessarily. But that's not an exact thing. It's not like you do intermittent fasting and no matter who you are, you automatically have this effect. What happens a lot is you start fasting, you, don't, you still don't know what your calories are and you're still in a surplus or you're still in a deficit and the goal you're trying to achieve is the opposite or you're still just maintaining your weight because you're eating about maintenance calories and therefore you don't know what the picture is. So if you're still doing intermittent fasting and not getting results, you can obviously count calories alongside it to boost that potential. There is no, there is no truth behind fasting negating a need to manage calories. Now, does that mean you have to track calories? No, not everyone has to track calories. That's not what I'm saying here. But what I'm saying is that if you're doing fasting, calories still matter. And if you're not getting the results you're hoping for, well, your calories are, you know, sorry, but blunt truth, your calories are not where they need to be. If you're trying to lose weight and you're fasting and not losing weight, you're not in a deficit. If you're fasting, trying to gain muscle and you're not gaining muscle, you're not in a surplus and so on and so forth. So yes, calories still matter. Calories are still king. Calories are still the science behind body composition change. And yes, you may still need to be managing calories and counting them if you're not, if you're not seeing results, okay? Or adjusting portions or doing something. My point is you can't just rely and rest your laurels on fasting as your sole solution if the results are just not coming, okay? So that's another false. So they're the, they're the five, okay? They're the five common ones, okay? The five common kind of advantages that people kind of add on, like kind of attribute to intermittent fasting, you know, boost your metabolism, help control hunger, burn more fat, you know, help with autophagy and control your calories. Uh, sorry, lose weight or you'll gain muscle without having to worry about calories. But as you can see from what I've just spoken about there, there are more false positives than maybe you expected. Okay, now that doesn't mean fasting is bad or that should be avoided. No, not necessarily. It just means you need to use it for what it is. It's a tool for a specific purpose that can be effective for the right person. Okay, I'll repeat that. It's, like it's a tool used for a specific purpose that can be effective for the right person. Okay, now are you that person? Well, time to reflect, time to think about it. And perhaps if you think you may be, perhaps it's time to just trial a bit of intermittent fasting. You know, starting out very mild, 16-8 process, or even less, just to see how it feels. Skip breakfast and see how you feel. Things like this, just to get an idea of how it, how it works for you. But don't think just because you've heard that these advantages are out there, that they're either going to be working for you in that way, or that they're even truth in the first place. Because as I've shown you, some of them are just blatant false statements. Okay, so yeah, hope this has helped, okay? Um, if you want, obviously, help discovering what nutrition approach you can use, then you can obviously reach out. My email is in the show notes below. Um, I can t tell you more about my approach, my flexible approach to nutrition and the process and the system that I've developed that helps my athletes and athletic individuals that I work with achieve more with their results, okay? Achieve more with their nutrition and regain their lifestyle back. I can help you with that. And if you obviously want help more with intermittent fasting or you know that it's the right way for you, but you want to do it the correct way, I can help with that too, okay? I've got clients that do intermittent fasting. I dabble in intermittent fasting myself, so I can help you there. 
So yeah, if you've got any questions, obviously you can reach out on Instagram. Go follow me at The Climbing Dietitian. I'm also on Facebook, also on YouTube and obviously on podcasts because you are listening to this. <laughs> so yeah, so you can find me on all those kind of platforms and reach out to me there if you've got any questions or you just want to kind of consume my content, get some advice there. Got plenty of it there for you. So yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Hope this has been informative for you. If there's been any confusion around any of the points I've made, then please let me know and I'd like to clarify for you. The main thing I want to leave you on is the fact that metabolism can be effective for the right person. It can be ineffective for the wrong person. Just got to realize which one it is and not believe these big ideals that are proposed. Understand that fasting is just simply a tool. There's nothing magic about it. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free, valuable content. So, yeah, please check it out, guys. And, yeah, until next time, thank you.